Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Find your Bible. Take your Bible quickly and let's make our confession. These days we are trying to bring the hardcore Bible back into church. Lift it up. This is my Bible. 
I am what it's uh, uh, wait these people who are sitting down I beg you standing we are still in church we haven't asked you to sit please uh-huh. stand yeah take your take it let's take it again this is my bible I am what it says I am I have what it says I have I can do what it says I can do today I'll be taught the word of God I'll never be the same never 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 I'll never be the same in Jesus name put your hands together and take your seat hallelujah wow it's been a good Sunday thus far dancers God bless you next week I'll be here when you are dancing okay yeah I just got back from Accra so I missed your dance this morning but next week I'll be here to see hallelujah amen I think we should put our hands together for the all the singers and the, for the film stars. A fantastic mix of English and cheap. <laughs> you see, some of you, if you were to act, you will not come and act. If we say sing, you will not come and sing. If we say come and pray, you will not come and pray. So now you have come, you are sitting down. I said clap for the people too. That one too. You will not clap. Uh, what, 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 what is that? I said put your hands together for all of them. Oh. Amen. You know, some of us, we are, you are living half a life. When you don't participate, it's half a life. Going through life without participating. You are just going through. Hey. Tell your neighbor, listen, your mind has to start to open. Oh, must open. Okay. Hey. Are you in the house? Yeah, hallelujah. Let me do a few announcements before I forget. And because I need you to hear them. Yeah, this is our last Sunday in the month of November. And so we are walking into the month of December. Amen. It's, it is believable, but unbelievable. And God has been good to us. Turn to your neighbor and say, if you find yourself here today, you are blessed you find yourself alive in church doing something it's a blessing hallelujah and i want to encourage more of you to do more things in church because the truth is that you will do something a sacrifice there will be there will be the bible says the things that the gentiles sacrifice they sacrifice to devils so as for a sacrifice there will be you will use your time for something you will use your energy for something you will use your money for something please put god first hey 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> That's the first announcement of our Christmas program. And I don't want you to come and say that you didn't know about it. So we're going to be really celebrating God in this coming month. And I'm giving you the dates early. Number one. We have a convention with our convener. Amen. Our Christmas convention comes off the 11th and 12th of um, December it's a Saturday and a Sunday please tell your neighbor don't, you cannot find an excuse if I said Monday you say I'm going to school if I said Tuesday you say I'm going to work if I said Wednesday you say you have your, your car is broken down if I say Thursday you will say something now I'm saying Saturday and Sunday that's it we are here is it okay uh-huh. pound the Saturday fufu early and let's come to church uh-huh. then we'll continue on Sunday morning and that's our Christmas convention is that okay? 
You see, I'm talking about a man whose words change lives. If you want to find somebody who walks, you see, if, you, if the voice was not different and you listen to the message, you would think at times that it is our, our father, Bishop Dag, who is speaking. Yeah. So, it is in our interest to be here. Amen. Yeah. When my father, Bishop Dag, told us that we could build a house, we didn't have anything to build a house with. Are you there? It was this man who came and did his turns. That was the trigger to push the bullets. And that same trigger is coming here. Hey! It will come to pass. Amen. On the 17th of December, it's a Friday. We have a night of song, dance, and drama right here. Some of you would like to call it Carol's Night, but in this church, somehow we never have a traditional Carol's Night. So we've also found another name for it. Is that okay? Uh-huh. So all these things will be happening. Amen. We'll be singing, we'll be dancing, we'll be dramaing, uh-huh. and we'll try and look our best. And we'll be here. A few surprises in it. Yeah. Powerful. And we'll be sounding. I hear. May the Lord have us. Amen. And Pastor David says his, the play is ready. It's ready. It's ready already. Yeah. On Sunday the 19th, we're going to have our Thanksgiving service. Amen. To give God thanks for all the things he has done. Find an offering. Find something white to wear. Prepare your testimony. And come and let us talk about what he has done for us this year. Amen. I know people who should have died who are alive. I know people who they got who are still alive. Are you there? <laughs> I know people who were broke 1st January. They have eaten. Ah, they are still alive. Hey! <laughs> Hallelujah. Let us come and give thanks to the Lord. Amen. I know some people who were very skinny in January. They have actually put on some weights. Amen. Christmas Day is 25th December. It's a Saturday and we'll have a short service here on Christmas Day. And we'll go home to be with our families. And then on Sunday the 26th of December, it's a Sunday. We're going to be right here, but we have called it lunch in Bethlehem. And that tells you what we'll be doing over here. Tell your neighbor that, look, if you are traveling, that's your problem. But for those of us who are here, they are facts. In fact. Hey, I will be here, pa. Eh, so those of you who are good at roasting whole pigs, come and tell me that you can roast it. We shall grill it whole like that. Hey, it's becoming tensious. Amen. Powerful, but that's our Christmas program, and we are going to enjoy it. And then there's a break, and 31st night will be here. 31st night service. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen and amen powerful. So I'm looking forward to it already. Hallelujah. Starting with the convention on the 11th and 12th. Amen. Well, I'm just sharing a short word with you. I'm rounding up our series on tithing because I realize that if I follow the series, we can be on it until next year. But we'll go and come back. Amen. Do yourself a favor. Acquire the book and keep reading because I think something is happening to some of us as we hear, as we listen. But today, I'm going to give you some reasons 
why tithing has not worked for some people. I want to answer the people who have been here and saying that, but I've been paying my tithe, my tithe, I paid, I have not seen it. Could it be that there are some other reasons why? That's why what I'm going to share with you today. Amen. Hey, are you there? The film stars has already given us the first answer. The first reason why you may be there thinking your tithe has not worked for you is because some people don't recognize God's provision when it comes. Some people do not recognize God's provision when it comes. There is a way. God provides for us in different ways. But sometimes you get stuck and you think that the provision should come in a certain way. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 5, there was a certain man called Naaman. He was a Syrian and he was a leper. And this man, it's not that he tied. I'm just showing you how you can have something you don't recognize. You know, he wanted to be healed and he had left his country and he had come all the way to the place where the prophet who was supposed to be praying for him was. When he came, the prophet didn't come outside. Tell your neighbor that prophets, they have their own way, so they are like that. Yeah, they are like that. I have a prophet friend, when you call him, if he's in his things with God, he'll tell you that, please, he can't come. And he can be there for two months. Yeah, just he and God. Hey, are you there? Uh-huh. So the prophet sat in his room and sent him a message and said, go to the river Jordan and go and dip yourself seven times. Naaman got angry and said, ah, as I've come with my chariot and come to stop at your door, I thought you were at least now number one, come out of your house. Number two, I thought you would take your hand and wave it over the area and then speak to God and then something will happen. He had his own prescription for how God was supposed to meet him. And many of us are like that. Sometimes you don't even know that that is what you are falling into. But in your mind, you feel that this is how God should meet me. Are you there? So for instance, you are praying for a car. Then you say that, Lord, I need a car. I want to buy a car. But what if God has planned to give you a car? What if he's planned to give you? But you have said buy. So the one that was going to be given, it was coming your way. Then he said, they are not expecting me. Then it reversed. I went back. Lord, I need a wife. I need a wife. I need... Then you have your prescription about how your wife should be. Height is like this. Beauty is like this. This and that and that. Meanwhile, what God has for you, he knows you. So as you are looking for a tall beauty, he's bringing a short one. You are looking for a fair one. He's bringing you a black one, a dark one. No, it's true. He's doing his something based on how he knows you to be. But you can easily miss it. That's why I'm saying that the film stars have acted it already for us. You are looking for a baby. The baby isn't coming. Sometimes there's a child that's yours with your name on that child already. Are you here? Let me tell you a true story. I'm sure I've told the story before, but many, if I tell you again, it's not tenuous. it's not difficult. A certain man's wife went to try away game. Are you here? That's not the purpose of the story. 
the purpose. <laughs> she went to try a weight game. And then she had, she got pregnant. When she got pregnant, the man thought it was his child. Everybody thought, because that was not her first child, she had children. So, everybody thought that she was going to deliver. But when they went to the hospital, her sister was with her. When the baby came out, the sister held her head. Trouble has come. Baby is half white, half black. And the husband is as black as the woman. <laughs> it's the baby who told me the story. Because I was wondering how the baby was so fair and all the siblings were so dark. Yeah. So, the sister sent a message to, that's the aunt of my friend, to the mother. You better arrive because a problem has come. The mother arose and could immediately see the problem and sent for Gusyaping. That Charlie, this matter is too big for me. Arrive. So the man was waiting in his house. And after a while, he realized that the waiting is maybe a problem has come. So he got up to go to the hospital. And as he was going to the hospital, he met all his in laws under a tree. Obviously, in a meeting, what has happened? You see some problems when they are very heavy. You cannot talk about it. <laughs> they just carried him to go and see the nature of the problem. So he himself, when he saw the child, he saw the problem. <laughs> well, some days passed. And the man said, yeah, we're coming to do outdoor. They said, how do you, you are doing what? He said, wait. Me and my wife, they said, that's a different problem. But this child, this one, the child hasn't done anything. The child doesn't know anything. I will name the child. So just as he had other children, he named the child. And he brought up the child together with his other children. Are you in the house? I'm happy to tell you that that child grew to be wealthier than the others. When he remarried and had other children, that child paid for the education of the others. He never knew, but that child was God's reward to him. What a harvest. I said, what a harvest. But even the Christian men here, if you had come to tell me that the child is half white, it's obviously not your own. Even as a pastor, I wouldn't know what to say. I would just... I would hold my head and hold my mouth. I wouldn't know what to say. Please, will you know what to say? I would not know what to say. I don't know how the man could see that that was something. But what he did, it ended up that his provision was from there. But I ain't saying that why should go and board your Somebody should knock that person there for me. You are a bit more intelligent than that. That's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is that when God sends you a harvest, sometimes it doesn't look like it. Take your time. Some of you are in jobs that right now may not necessarily be paying much because the, the business is new. And sometimes you just need to hang on a little. Just hang on. So when your friend comes from somewhere and say, hey, is that what you are earning? Me, I'm earning 3,000. And you, you are earning, you are earning 1,000 with a struggle. Sometimes it comes, sometimes it doesn't come. You can easily say that, no, 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 I'm leaving. <laughs> are you in the church this morning? Not knowing that that job was God's gift to you. Yeah. Why are you calling my name? I've not mentioned your name. Ah, some people are trying to persecute me in the front here. Amen. I said amen. 
When I met my husband, he didn't have anything. Nothing. He didn't have anything. Anything. Just nothing. Just nothing. Apart from his shirts and trousers that he wore. Which that one cried, they had bought them for him. <laughs> yeah. But we got married. So as I look at some of you young people who are waiting for the sky to fall before you marry. <laughs> we didn't have anything. But we got married like that. What we had was each other. Yeah. That's all that we had. The day after we married, I mean, we spent the weekend somewhere. The day after, when we got to where we're staying, the day after, I had to look in the gift boxes to find plates to use. Yeah. Ah, you see, they are quiet. But that was my harvest. But it didn't look like a harvest. It didn't look like a harvest. Hey. By the time we might, I'd never been taken out even once. Our going out was a stroll from rehearsal home. And we'll sit by the gutter and dangle our legs over the gutter and chew groundnuts when we are tired. Then we'll get up because the distance, if you know Accra, it was from bridge to circle and we will walk. And we would walk it. <laughs> Oh yeah. But as we walked, we talked. And we talked and we chatted. And I liked him and he liked me. That was it. Yeah. It was my harvest. You know saying this might not have anything. He can't even take me to KFC. If I maybe ask him that I need something, I can't bring it. Sometimes that's your harvest. Yeah. He was part of my harvest. That's why I'm preaching to you. Many men, you are, look, that they have a church and they are preaching, their wife will have a church and preach. Never. Never. She won't respect me. Doing this. Why are you suddenly quiet? But is it not true? That's why I say it's my harvest. Hey. I wonder about you also. But he didn't look like anything. I wanted someone much taller than me, thicker than me, brighter than me. I thank God for the wisdom to drop it and say that this is God's choice. I thank God I recognize my harvest in time. The church has become very quiet. Because the person who didn't have anything recently, he asked me that, so your 60th birthday, what do you want? If I had said I want to go to Dubai, they would have taken me to Dubai. But I said, My 60th birthday is a Sunday. I want to spend it with you. <laughs> yes, I want to spend it here. But if I, who am I, if I said I wanted to go to Dubai, would they have sent me? Please, Yvonne, if I said I want to go to Israel, would they have paid for me to go? That's my harvest. But when my harvest came, it had nothing. No. It had nothing. Yeah. Hey, the church has become very quiet. It's nice, Keke. Yeah. Because many times it doesn't look like it. Some of you are in a hurry to nowhere. Yeah. You're in a hurry. Yeah. You are complaining all the time, so you cannot see the nice part. Why are you complaining about your wife? She allows you to do what you want to do. 
You move, you go, you come. Have you seen a nagging wife before? Today we should give Mabi a clap for that <laughs> demonstration. When you see it, you cannot believe it. To say damn it's like madness, and the man will have no peace. You are a man, you are married to a wife. When you lie down, you sleep, you get up, you come, you come and eat food. You don't know it's part of your harvest. If you had had one of that type, hey, I have friends who have that type. Oh, yes. And it's not easy. It's not easy. We are friends, we have had to hold them, stay in the marriage, stay, because they were leaving. Hmm. We have friends that. <laughs> One of my daughters, two of her pastors went to one here. If you don't stop, we'll beat you for you to know that we're our big brothers. You have peace in your house. You are sleeping. You won't take it like that. Hey, wife, some of us were like that, oh. Complaining, complaining. When you go to church, you don't come back. You go in your chair. What is this? Every day you are visiting, you are visiting. Be it known unto you. If he could have been an unbeliever who was visiting other girls to sleep with them, God has given you a man who loves God, who is moving. You won't just thank God. Be there complaining. I better move on before I do a marriage seminar. (laughs) Because sometimes I don't understand. You are staying with somebody who is giving you peace of mind. You won't collect it like that. One day, I went on vacation with somebody. We started at 5.30. Six o'clock. Uh, where are you? I'm on the station with mommy. We went somewhere. Six thirty. Uh, are you not coming? I said I'm on the station with mommy. Seven fifteen. Another call. Oh, but you have kept longo. By seven thirty, I said, "Is your? We will ne- I will never go on the station with you. Drop me now, 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 now. What is that? What is that?" <laughs> push your neighbor and say neighbor are you the one they are describing and parents too we are like that too some parents you are complaining 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 I beg you stop I did not look that child eh? that child that child that child that you are complaining about that's the one who do you good the one you are screaming about today stop saying such things because one of the reasons why you don't have the harvest is because of the things you say are you there take it from me no child is an angel even to look they look like it all these pastors go ask their parents yesterday by the grace of God I went to the engagement of my youngest son and as I sat there watching him and his groom men coming, I said, Hey, Radi, why Jebio? Naija, Akolawe, Audrey, Mia. I remember one day I told my husband, I said, I thank God this one came third. Because of my first uncle, I wouldn't have delivered after him. Hey, drilling is what? I said, Drilling what? Drilling be what? But the person who was drilling, he is the one I will get to a Kamekodu who are, they have made my bed for me. Hey, last water thing, they have fetched water. Not that I asked for the water. They fetched enough, my daughter, mommy, I fetched water for you. 
Where is your harvest? You are insulting it too much. Look at your head like your father's head. Which head again should he have? <laughs> Which head again should he have? Like? <laughs> Come on, push your neighbor and say, I will not miss my harvest. And some of you children, the parent you have, that's your harvest. It's true. You are there saying, my father is very wicked. Really? If Michael Jackson's father was not opening eye on him and making him to uh, rehearse how many hours a day, do you think we would know him from America to Asia to Africa to everywhere in the world? The guy didn't like his father. Every day he was saying his father is wicked. His father, is... he didn't even see that it's his father who made him. It's his father who made him. Every day my father is caning you. You see, you don't understand. The Bible says that foolishness is the rod of correction that removes it. Now with foolishness, no, I don't soon. You have not seen a child who's grown up to be an adult with the foolishness in place. Hey! <laughs> Come on, push your neighbor and say, I'm collecting my harvest. I'm collecting my harvest. Hey! Hallelujah! Number two, let me move on. This time is gone already. Tithing does not work for some people because it is not the first thing they give. Are you here? In Nehemiah chapter 12, let's read verse 43, 44. You want to see what they were thinking about. They said, also that day, they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced for God had made them rejoice with great joy. The wives also and the children rejoiced so that the joy of Jerusalem was heard even afar off. And at that time were some appointed over the chambers for the treasuries, for the offerings, for the first fruits and for the tithes to gather them out of the field. So in the New Testament they use the word first fruits even more. The first. Are you there? Bishop says something here that I find interesting. He says, the tithe is the first fruits of your increase, not the last fruit of your surplus. Sometimes, you see, you need to, there's one of the things we need to learn from this is to watch our farmers. They pick the best for the seed. That's what they, they are, it's, it's given ahead. Are you there? The best one is taken. And your tithe is your seed. You cannot finish eating, then you are now looking for your type in it. It's one of the reasons why it is not correct. Yeah. Tithing does not work for some people because it is not 10% of their income. 9% is not 10%. 8% is not 10%. 5% is not 10%. Amen. God says what you are bringing to him is 10% of what you got. You want to see your harvest, give him the 10%. Wow. You see, I'm sharing these things with you because it is true. When you plant a seed, remember we've talked so much about a seed and planting it and how it grows, isn't it? But you need to see something. That you can also do things that cause a harvest or a seed not to grow. You just break the ground, you put the seed there, you never water it. Will it come? There's no fertilizer. Will it come? So you can do a lot of things. And then you have planted a seed all right, but nothing will come. And sometimes this is what happens to us, and we do not see 
our harvest but that is ending this church we will type and we will see our harvest in the name of jesus hallelujah amen tithing doesn't work for some people because it is not an acceptable offering it is not an acceptable offering you cannot live your life anyhow and then think that you are coming to bribe god with money the children of Israel, they actually tried it in the book of Isaiah. They tried it and he told them, I cannot. Away with it. Away with it. It is iniquity. <laughs> because the way they were living, they were sacrificing to idols. They were doing other things. Are you with me? And the Lord was saying, no, 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 no. no. I cannot accept it. It's a pity Kata is not here today. I'll get him to share his testimony with us. He shared about how he was bringing God an offering and the Lord told him, I don't want your dirty money. Yeah, it had come from something that was not, uh, what was the word? Yeah, at the time he was not a Christian. Are you here? Yeah. And he became a bit, no, I think he had just become a Christian, but he was taking the fruits of fraud to, and God told him, no, that's how he learned that it, God didn't like it. And there are people who will come walk aboard your mind. You have gone to prostitute. You have collected money. You have done, the, yeah. And then you are bringing that one that you are coming to put it as. Say no, no, no. It's not an acceptable offering. Yeah. You have gone. You are bringing twenty percent of what you got for stealing from somebody's husband. It's not an acceptable offering. You are bringing fifteen percent of what you stole from somebody. It's not an acceptable offering. Are you with me? Yeah. You are trying to bribe God. It doesn't work. Tell anybody it doesn't work. It's kind of trying to make you feel better, but it's not going to work. Because it must go along with you, the whole of you. It's not just, I'm bringing you money, and then that is it. Are you in the house? Oh, I said, are you in the house? Now, one of my favorites is this next one, which we'll find in Hebrews 10.36. Tithing doesn't work for some people because they don't have patience. Oh. And the Bible says you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God you might receive the promise hallelujah to serve God is to have patience we are an instant generation coffee instant tea instant nowadays a momo instant fufu instant email instant indomie instant. so when we come to God to them we think that what Palm nut soup now instant. Ooh. Recently, somebody they put on my classmate. They said, "What can't watch it? Yeah. That one, mom dear, it is going to be very difficult. So, but it's very hard. It's very hard. <laughs> Please, some people should volunteer to go and taste it and come. Hey. <laughs> but it's like everything instant, instant. That's why the young people are doing uh, a pop. They want instant passing, instant A. A, 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 like that. But it's not like that. Amen. And with God, it is not like that. God will not bow to what you think he will bow to. And if something is to take time for you to harvest it, it will take that time. Hallelujah. So many people, by the time the harvest is coming, they have stopped. So I won't give again. I won't do again. I've done ah, I've waited ah. please I want to ask you how old you are as you are saying you have done ah, amen. how old are you how many years of allowance have you done you want to see something hold on push your neighbor and say hold on 
in fact, the trees that bring a lot of income over time, they are the ones that take time to come. Maize doesn't bring much. Yeah, it doesn't bring much. I don't know the price of their loan car right now. But it doesn't bring much. But the trees, the things we export, that bring in pounds, they are always... Cocoa tree, I don't know how long it takes. Actually, when it starts, it keeps going like that. It takes about two years before it will start to bring anything, if you are lucky. Yeah. Are you in the house this afternoon? I want you to take your time. I want you to see that you are giving good seed and I want you to trust God. Amen? And take your time. Take your time. Don't be given to haste. Haste spoils a lot of things. But if you trust God and take your time, he will sort you out. You see all these people who, out of haste, they go and do, uh, what do you call it, apple. Some of them enter the university, they can't do anything. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Seven A's. Now you have got medical school. Now do and let us see. Do and let us see. Then suddenly, it's not a problem. I remember one of our doctors when he was a medical student. He came and he told us of a school. He said this particular school. This year they have brought about. Oh, there were over sixty students from the school. And he said, no problem. But as soon as they entered, in the very first year as they did exams, Kragam! So he was now asking me that. Ah, so this coming that they came, was it real or was it? I said, ah, but how will I know? Hey! Please, tell your neighbor, take your time. In the things of God, there's no shortcut. Just take your time. Take your time. You want to wear Brazilian? Take your time. Take your time. Just take your time. Just take your time. Just take your time. It will be there. Yeah, just take your time. Don't worry. By that time, because something else has come. Fashion is fickle, though. Hey! They are looking at some people. Hey, this one is fashionable. But you know how long they've been at it. Don't look at somebody else's harvest, though. Are you there? Because it's another reason for not seeing your harvest. You are looking at somebody else's own. Stand to your feet. Let me show you something. Please look at yourself from head to foot. You can even turn around if you like. Look at yourself. And then say, that's exactly how it ought to be. And sit down. That's exactly how it ought to be. And sit down. So much comes from looking at somebody else's own. If I was this person's size, <laughs> sure. people are making money from that kind of mind, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, for why only you are thought like that. Me on top of that, all my friends along the years are like that. I have learned to walk among them and say, hey, "Me too, I'm here." <laughs> Tell your neighbor, me too, I'm here. I'm here. Me too, I'm here. Ah. Can you imagine how the world would look if we were all short? Or if we were all tall? Or if we all didn't have hair? Or if we all had hair? Can you imagine how it would look? Come on. Somebody has got to have short hair for us to understand long hair. Hey. Mercy. 
Somebody has to be fat for the thin people to understand that they are blessed. It's true. When I see my sister, I tell her that when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask God questions. When you were coming, why, why did you do this to me? <laughs> hey! Are you in the house? Don't look at somebody else's harvest. You have your harvest with your name on it that fits you. Because if you are looking at somebody's own, you are looking, not knowing yours is here, you are looking, you are looking, you are looking. As you are looking, you are even moving away. Oh! Your harvest was right here. Any harvest that you don't pick, it lasts only a, a time. Any harvest. You forgot the maize farm. By the time you are going back, do you think you are going to find it there? You will not find it there. Wow. Allow me to try and end. Tithing does not work for some people because of their negative confessions. Mark 11.23 is an interesting scripture that whatsoever shall that whosoever shall say to this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith so when you speak something you give it life you speak good things you give them life you speak bad things you give them life hey mother stop calling your child a foolish boy you grab to exactly that. Bishop tells the story of two girls, twins, who were troublesome. One they called devil, the other they called angel. Yeah, oh, they were sisters. I don't remember if they were twins, but yeah. The one who they called devil grew up like that. She grew up to be a devil in their lives. But you have called her devil. What again would she become? Please say something nice to your friend there. The next, the one sitting by you. Say something nice. Say something nice. Say something nice. Yeah, say something nice. Mm. Say something nice to you. You see, something even to say something nice is hard for you because how to say something nice is very painful and difficult. You see. Oh, it's true. I mean, all my leaders, if I start from here, I can say nice things about oh, I'll go ah, like that. I'll come. Eh, say nice things. Oh. Wow. What did they tell you? Does it sound nice? Did they say something nice to you? Something very nice. They said something very nice to you. Uh, did they say something nice? Something very You know, some of you are just looking at me because you couldn't say anything. Oh. Have you seen why your harvest is not plenty? You have not said anything nice. How will anybody say anything nice to you? <laughs> Learn to say nice things to people. Amen. There are some of you, you can only see what is not working. You can only see what is on somebody that's not nice. Gossiping, gossiping, gossiping. Why well, is this hair, this hair too, should they bring it to church? Ah. <laughs> but what dress is this they are brought? Uh, is it your business? Is it your dress? The church has become quiet. Allow me to face it. Ah. Allow it. 
please from today when somebody makes you feel bad tell them your pastor likes you like that okay we're on our way somewhere your pastor like you like that we're on our way somewhere we're on our way somewhere yeah I'm not ashamed of you at all no I'm very serious about what I'm saying I remember some people who came here came for something and then they came to my office no, when they left here is that an office yeah is that an office how can you be in the church and then you call that thing and... so when I'm speaking about it I know what I'm saying yes that is my office Pearl thank you very much for redecorating my office oh hey my well done <laughs> why well, you want to face them don't worry their business is facing them it's okay <laughs> don't even bother are you there if you don't like it it's not for you it's okay it's my office <laughs> but tell your neighbor we're on our way somewhere ah, look that one room that you have eh, just enter just make it the nicest you can make and every morning when you wake up you say I'm on my way somewhere I'm on my way somewhere oh yeah our compound is not the way it is because we don't know what we are doing our office is not how it is because we don't know what we are doing we know what we are doing are you there? we are on our way somewhere because of our sacrifice we are Mercy Church just two weeks ago they moved into a building just two weeks ago it's not a finished building but they have a roof they have a place and they have something that they can finish and we are part just be cool when God is ready oh hey I said tell the neighbor when God is ready oh please in the meantime we will say good things we'll enjoy our place it's part of our harvest though it's part of our harvest hallelujah we have been under the sun before outside under tents yes at least right now there's some standing here fan cry is even blowing hey we are on our way somewhere you too that's how your house is I say you too that's how your house is amen ah, you're on your way somewhere wow and so say good things say what say good things I want to end here but I want you to stand up and I want you to just even let's begin to thank God thank him for all the good things you have because some of it is your harvest just begin to thank him the things that come your way girls and boys thank God for the parents you have yeah that's why you are the way you are parents thank God for the children that you have thank God for your friends the kind of friends you have God has given you people Yes, Lord. You've given oh, us thank God even for this Lord. church that is in your life. Oh, yes. Thank you for this church. A place to just come to be happy. Oh, yes. A thank place God. to be happy, Lord. Thank God. Lord, we are grateful. Thank God even for his presence in your life. For many of us, that's our harvest. And life with God. Thank you for your presence, Lord, in our lives, Lord. We are so much grateful. Just thank him. We have so much to be grateful for. Oh, yes. So much to be grateful for. You've been good to us, Lord. We are grateful. Merciful, Lord. We are grateful. We've been kind to us, Lord. We are grateful. Yes. The people in our lives, Lord, we are grateful. Yes. 
Oh, thank the Lord. Lord. Thank him. Thank him for the habit. That job you have is part of your habit. It's part of your habit. Oh, yes. It's part of your habit. Yes, The weddings we are having in this time, they are part of our habit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We're so much grateful. Oh, yes. We are grateful. We are grateful, Lord. Thank you for giving us each other. Thank you for the Father that you placed over us, Lord. Thank you for all that you've done in our lives, even up to now. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you for the jobs you've given to us. The families that we have, we're so grateful. The places that we live, thank you. Thank you. Lord, thank you that even though things are not perfect, we can say thank you. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. Thank you. Thank you for keeping us and for helping us. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank God for the future that you have ahead of you. Father, we're so grateful. Thank you for all that you've given to us. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Thank you that we can look back on so many good things. We can even look back on mistakes that we have made that you didn't allow to delete us. Thank you. Thank you for jobs and for schools and for homes and for rooms and for provision and for every single thing that you do for us. Oh, we are grateful. We're so grateful. I love your voice. Me through the fire. In the darkest night. You are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a running after us. We lay our lives down at your feet today. And we 
we say thank you. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for writing our names in the Lamb's Book of Life. Thank you for giving us access to the throne room where you are. We are grateful. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here this afternoon. It begins with giving your life to Jesus. Maybe, maybe you've been going to church, but you've not given him your life. You're in control of it yourself. Maybe you used to walk with him, but you have fallen backwards. And you are saying, I want to come back home. But whatever your state, I want to invite you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior this afternoon. So as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, just lift up your right hand where you are. Just lift it. Just lift it where you are. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted up your right hand, please come to me. Just come and stand. I want to pray with you. Just come. Just come. Step out of where you are and come. We're going to pray together. Your age doesn't matter. Grown-up, child, just come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Please, just stand. God bless you, young man. God bless you. Come. just come. There's happiness in heaven over you and over your decision that you are coming to give your life to Jesus. Just come. Just come. Hallelujah. Your heart is beating there. You are saying that, look, pass over this part of the service quickly. I think Jesus is speaking to you. Just come. Come and let us pray together. It is this prayer that will cause your name to be written in the Lamb's book of life. Pray this prayer after me. And make it your prayer today. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I thank you for these ones. I pray that their lives will be changed to follow you all the days of their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Please, I want you to go and talk with the brother who's waving at you. Then you will come back for the service. Put your hands together for them. Take your seat. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-A-C. God richly bless you.